Is naive. Says, um, my belt hurt because my <laughs> stomach too big. <laughs> and that's just that on that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, my uh, operation, I'm going to be skinny by Thanksgiving is a fail. You know, the thing is, I'm not even fat. I just am, you know <clears throat> what I'm saying, disproportionate. Dang. Well, you already pescatarian. Why don't you do um, pescatarian keto? That's what I'm on. What is it when you against sugar? Because I, ca- I can't, uh, none I can't of that. leave you, it alone. You just leave all that. I can't alone. leave it alone. Sugar, it, sugar legit turns into fat. I know. You should leave it alone. I can't help it. It's crazy. Or, le- or just get rid of it. Or do it. Like, just have a day where you can have it. Just one day. But it's always free at my job. That's the problem. You got to have self-control. You're right, though. I have it deep down inside of me. But, you know, when I had a job where I was more active on my feet, this stuff was not a problem. Hard you. Yeah, me too. Honestly, because I remember we when we both worked at Six Flags, I lost so much weight because I had to do a lot of walking. And you know what's crazy? Even when I was working at Mac, before I had a car, before I got my car that I got now, um, I had to ride the train. I was skinnier. Because I just have to ride a train. Yeah, and I was when I was living in California, I didn't have a car. I lost thirty pounds in three months. Maybe I need to park my car. <laughs> I need to park my car anyway. The way I keep getting bored. I need to join the people in my neighborhood that walk around the subdivision for real, for real, because they be out there. Wow. But um, yeah, it's really honestly, I'm just I'm ashamed of myself. I'm disappointed for real, for real. Don't be because I am always way better than to start this. Over. It's I know, but I have been starting over for years. My thing is, I know the stuff ain't no good for me, but I'd be like, oh, but it's it just, just tastes so up. good. And that's what I do. I'll get something, and I'll be like, um, oh my god, <laughs> why did I get ice cream? This is bad for me. Let me just eat the whole container so that way to be gone, and that way I won't have any ice cream to tempt me. That's not cool. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, wow. That's how my mind be working. Like, I had some leftover um, Halloween candy. And I was like, let me just eat all of it. That way, tomorrow, I won't have any candy to get. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm saying. I have a problem. And then I just laughed, and my darn arms just started to flab. I thought I was about to take off and fly. Wow. Oh, my God. Anyway. Yeah, I haven't really been eating no sweet stuff. Um, okay, congrats. I don't. I like ice cream and stuff like mm. that, cookies, but... Mm. My thing is Debbie Cakes. I ain't had none in so long. I forgot what it tastes like, which mm. is good. But I I can't even believe at 30 years old, I still like Debbie Cakes. Yeah, you need to grow up. I know. But they be so good. Mm. Um, But the devil um, himself decided to put a freaking insomnia cookies on my street. I said, oh, why on would your you street, do that? Like, in your neighborhood? No, I'm just, I know it's, it's like eight How minutes from my house. First of all, they was building it for like... This whole year. So I'm like, oh, they ain't going to open it because obviously it would have been open. It don't take that long to make it, to build it. Yeah. So then randomly I went to um, this little pizza shop over there um, near my house and it was open. Like for business. Please I said, don't go. Oh, and please God. don't get me two chocolate chip cookies and maybe a peanut butter depending on what they have up there. I was just like, Wow. But yeah, I have That's how I feel about piece of cake. And it's a piece of cake. Yeah, it's more about my See, I used to order piece of cake every day. It's so let me tell you something. For real, for real. I it as a child, 
dental hygiene was not a a, a, a priority. That's a fact. My mom always take me to the gas. You know how we used to do go to the gas station every morning, get all this. Yeah, I remember your mama told me one time um, to get lemon heads to cure my sore throat. <laughs> you keep saying or cold. <laughs> I would never forget that. And I really, and you know what's so crazy? I used to be like, she she right because on the box it say that it's made with real lemon juice, <laughs> and then she was like. Don't get the ones in a box. Get the big one. The one that you got to like. Let me tell you something. My teeth, as an, at 30 years old, I'm paying for all that. Oh, my God. And I think that that's one of the reasons why I'm so addicted to sugar for real. Because I just can't. Like, it was my breakfast for years. Yeah. I, I didn't go to the dentist for the first time. And I am ashamed at this. But I was 18 years old. And wow. then after that, I was like 24. And Because I, I didn't even realize the importance of it. I just didn't think about it. Like, I, I knew that there was a dentist. <clears> but I didn't understand the severity of cavities and all that crazy stuff. Up and now I'm over here getting implants. So yeah, it's also important to find a good dentist because shout out to J and J Family Dentistry on shout Cascade. them out, shout them out. I made them okay. a highlight highlight back when we used to do those. I might need to um look into them. I ended up going to the dentist. Um, I used to go to the dentist a lot as a child, like a lot. So congrats, wow. When privilege rubbing rubbing the face of the disparity. No, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. As I got older, like when I turned eighteen. <clears throat> I didn't go to the dentist up until I was 25, from 18 to 25. Like, that's a long time to not have gone to the dentist. Yeah. And so, the only reason why I went to the dentist is because I decided to get braces. And before you get them on, you have to get your teeth clean. You have to get an x-ray just to make sure your teeth are good. Mm-hmm. And so, when I went to the dentist... um the lady was just like, are you sure you haven't went to the dentist in a long time? I'm like, yeah. She was like, you have, like, awesome teeth. And in my head, I'm like... My gums be bleeding sometimes, so how are my teeth? Yeah, perfect? but I don't you know? think that necessarily means your your gum. That's a that's common. It's yeah. not not that it's like cause I I don't know what it's called, but I had the same issue. Oh, okay, yeah, I which don't. Which is bad. Oh, I thought it was just common, and I, that's why I said okay. Anyway, but um, yeah, she was like your teeth. She's like, your your teeth are in like really perfect condition. I'm like what? So she just cleaned them, and then um, I went and got my braces put on. Now fast forward. To maybe like three years after that, mind you, my my routine doesn't change. It changed a little bit because I had braces, so I had to clean my teeth more. But um, I still do the same routine that I did. Well, at the time I did, and I went to the dentist. I went to a black dentist, and child, when I tell you, this lady told me everything was wrong. My teeth. She said I had too many teeth in my mouth. Oh she lord. My, she said that my feelings was gone. All this stuff. And she was right because recently one of my teeth in the back of chip because my my two my feeling came out mm. and so now I'm like dang I'm trying to find me a good dentist that's gonna take care of me that ain't gonna be. like I'm not scared of the dentist yeah me do either. what you gotta do me that's that's what I tell them like them nerves in your teeth are not to baby, be messed with if you ain't never been woke up by a toothache I'm pretty sure you would rather have a baby oh god. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I, uh-uh. I really, really love so J and J Family Dentistry on um, Cascade. So Iris, who used to work with us, she put me on. Okay. Um, and honestly, I love them. And aside from them being obviously black owned, they are run and <laughs> operated by a husband and wife. Very, very professional. Very professional. Mm. Super cool. I mean, for real, for real. Like it's like home in there. Everybody in there chilling. It's super cool. And I don't mean chilling like not on the job, but I mean 
patients. No, it's just a super cool environment. And they also are really close friends with Jamie Foxx, which makes them look cooler when you go inside. Mm. Anyway, but um, some people in my family go also. And I just, when I've gone to like Great Expressions and Coast Dental and all the other stuff. But when I went to J&J, it was a completely different Like the, right away, it was different. Like everybody just is super cool. So for me, it's all about personality and professionalism. And I get all that. And I, and I will drive 45 minutes every six months for my teeth cleaning and whatever else I need to get done to go to them. I know that's all right. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I'm yeah, I hate that. Um, I remember when um, remember in elementary school they would have that little dentist the truck? bus. I ain't mama never go would, on there. Yeah, me either. My mama wouldn't let me because she said she didn't know what kind of equipment they use. Yeah. I'm like, but mama, I ain't never been to the dentist before. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't never go, go on there. And My then brother I never... went though. Oh wow. You see what I'm saying? I ain't. I ain't. Um, <laughs> I never went on that or the glasses, the little Helen Keller thing. I never got glasses. Oh, it was Helen Keller? They know they wrong for that. You remember that the Helen no. Keller? Oh, I do remember actually. Um, but I didn't go to that either. Yeah, but it's I honestly for real. And for I real, needed it. I didn't think I needed glasses back then, but child, I wasn't blind. I should have. I think I might have gotten a tooth exam when I was like seven. I remember the once. Literally, it was my first and only time going to the dentist, and I hadn't gone again for eleven years. And I'd be thinking about like, I wonder why we didn't. We were getting Medicaid. It was free. <laughs> why, why we wasn't going? But anyway, now that I'm an adult and I understand better, I mean, I'm getting it. It's been fixed. Trust me. So y'all don't ain't no yuck mouth over here, baby. I know that's right. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. Got People don't even understand like the smallest things, and I have to explain this to my friends too. Sometimes I'm like, the smallest things can trigger bigger things. Like, yeah, oh yeah, not flossing can can trigger gingivitis and periodontis. Not and, getting a dentist deep cleaning yeah. alone. You can like he was telling me he was like I had a little coffee standing, but he was like honestly, if you just keep coming like you've been coming for your teeth cleaning, it won't never impact your teeth. Period. Send them off. So I'm like, <laughs> they're jumping people breathy thing, and I'm like, you should. I'm like, even something as small as flossing can stop that. Yeah. So right. I use the Paradontex toothpaste. I use the um the uh, yeah I use that one because because I just I don't know after I read some stuff I'm like bleeding gums is not normal like especially it, it maybe a little bit here and there but it's not like i know what you mean yeah i use that and then i use um i guess it's called fresh breath mouthwash okay i think but i use the one that's for periodontists i don't want y'all to think i got periodontists it's just to prevent it <laughs> <laughs> well honestly i'm so glad now like one as soon as i was able to get medical insurance i started taking myself to the dentist and it was so embarrassed. I can't lie when they started telling me all the stuff I needed. But what I would do is whatever the insurance will cover for that year, i get it done. As soon as it reset, get that done. And now, okay. now I'm almost done. I got um, two more implants. Yeah, I know it sounds bad, y'all. But I'm taking, I'm owning up to what I got going on. Yeah, I mean, if I'm you taking charge, you know, you went out here just gluing some fake teeth on. on oh, top no, I ain't, going to, going. I ain't going to Columbia. Yeah, nah, anyway. Your teeth gonna last a long time because you're taking care of them. So, to. Period. But, um, yes, we got a little nice little show today. We're gonna get into some things, okay? So, um, okay. okay. <laughs> so, I'm just playing out. So, I just got this, uh, call. My school that I graduated from, Clayton State University, they reached out to me to come in and do an interview about my success post graduation. Oh, yeah. look you at know, you. When you go up there name drop and they start, oh, we can produce greatness. <laughs> so, like, oh, wow. Our, our students do go on to have successful oh careers. Oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to go up there and do a little interview for them. Go tomorrow. off. Okay. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah. Jesus. I got a lot of little 
things I want to talk about before we get into our main topic. Okay, what's good? Um, well, I think that we... Did we talk about this before? About the situation with Megan Thee Stallion and her makeup artist? I don't... The only thing we mentioned about Megan is when we... That that post for her money bag, but according to her Halloween party, I mean... Yeah, that was a cap. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I saw, I, that's what I was saying. I'm like, if it's not from a credible source, I don't really believe it. And well, even I think then, that he sometimes. did. Some credible, credible platforms did report on it, but nobody can. He, they ain't saying nothing. So it's like, yeah. we all looking stupid waiting on. In other rations. words, I need to mind my business and so do it's right else. Mind yours. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> so a, a lot of people been asking me about how I felt about the situation between Megan Thee Stallion and What's her the makeup artist. Um, basically, um, they got into like a social media fight um, under a picture because he didn't get credited for doing her makeup for the Vogue, um, her little Vogue video that she did. Now, coming from a makeup artist that has been working in this industry for about nine years, and I've been working in the actual um, entertainment industry for four to five years, like working um, um videos and working with artists and tours and everything you know i'm still learning and i'm still kind of new compared to um the other artists that's been doing this for a long time i'm still considered new you know i'm i'm whatever but um what i've learned is that you're not gonna always get that tag online and if you got paid for it they don't owe that to you and i try to explain that to people because people that are from the outside looking in, they're like, oh, that's not fair because they they trying to stop your bag and they don't want to see you grow and all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. But um, I'm like, honey, that's the same thing with any other person that's on Instagram because people be looking at people crazy when they say, um, oh, I don't tag my people if I paid them. Yeah. Like social media influencers, but at the end of the day, that's a platform where like, one post and one tag could literally change somebody's life. And it could, um, and for the good. So, like, you can get hella clients. Oh, or for the bad in this case, but go ahead. Yeah, you can get hella <laughs> clients, you can get money. And these are things that companies pay for. Like, I'm sure everybody are aware of, like, Fashion Nova and, hmm. um, what is it? Flat Summit Tea. All these different companies are Hattie paying Marie's. these. Had a bees, had a Marie's. I'm gonna just sit back and eat my food. Uh, I'm just waiting <laughs> out. <laughs> but like all those companies and corporations, they pay influencers to promote their brand, and they get paid a lot of money. Like even when um um I was, I'm not gonna say the name because it's problematic. But I was watching a video on YouTube recently about um somebody, and they and he was explaining to his friend. He was like, "Wait, you posted that for free." It was like some makeup that he bought or... No, it was like food or something. It was something. He was like, well, you posted that for free? And he was like, yeah. He was like, that company would have gave you $30,000 for one post. No, he said three hundred. Oh, he said three hundred thousand dollars. Jesus Christ! But you either see way, what I'm saying? Either way, I post for free all you the time. You see how important that is to, yeah. to do that? So if somebody is paying you money, somebody is paying you money, and your name is going to be credited in whatever publication that it is. That's enough for me. Can't speak for nobody else. Can't speak for nobody else. I can't speak for nobody else but myself. But that's enough for me. Because at the end of the day, um, I got to eat. Period. This, is why, this is why you have to set your prices 
at a, a price scale that you're comfortable with because if you feel like your prices, if you feel like that, sometimes I feel like when people make those comments and do certain things that, like that, that means your prices aren't enough. Because that means you want more. You want something more out of the situation. And I'm speaking from experience because I used to do stuff like that. But, um, anywho, um, now it's escalated. I mean, after that situation happened, I thought that it could probably blow over and, you know, they could at least be cordial with each other. But he, I guess, kept posting stuff about her, whether it's good or bad. And... I just saw so many people just trying to dog Megan out. Like, oh, you could attack really? him. You could attack. You could attack him. Yeah, there's a lot of people that work on understand. her side. Yeah, they don't understand yeah. it. But now that it's come out that because now that in the in the headlines are saying that she's threatening to sue him because he signed the NDA. I'm like, now y'all feel stupid because this boy signed the whole NDA. And what what do you think the NDA protects though? Maybe well, it whenever could be you work with an artist, I've never had to actually sign one. But when you work closely with people like that, you have to sign those things because you're around them all the time. So you see stuff that they do, like personal things. Like, um, say for instance, not to say that this is the case, but what if they did drugs? What if they did certain drugs or yeah, you can't be putting um, that business out there. You can't put this that happened business with Jess Hilarious. There. I think her sister was putting her business out there, and she signed the NDA, and they fell out, and she started posting pictures from her surgery and everything. And yep. She was like, "What NDA?" <laughs> yeah, she can get. She could have got sued for that though. Yeah, like for Jess a lot of money. Like, well, I'm for. So it's just like wow, like you, you know. Um, you just can't really comment on certain things. And then even with situations like that, um, sad to say, um, everything that's in Hollywood is not real. So that segment that she did for Vogue, when, um, I don't know if a lot of people pay attention to this, but they have like videos on where celebrities come in to do their own makeup on camera. A lot of the times... They get help from their makeup artist or sometimes their makeup artist helps them or even hairstylists or whatever the case may be. And they don't, they, if you got paid for it, they don't have to say that you did that. Right. And and I could have, and I could have helped her do that. I could have helped her Yeah, because she said that's what always happens, that they basically do her makeup. It does. I, and I've witnessed that just from being online. Um, And she always, in, in interviews, if you look at a lot of her interviews, she says um, that she does her own makeup a lot. But um, yeah. Sometimes that that's just the that's just a part of the business. Like you know, you can't just overnight and just want to change the way stuff goes. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just how the segment goes. But that's neither here nor there. And um, it was something else about the situation that I said. Oh, I watched the whole video and he was in it <laughs> doing her makeup. I said, "Wow, really? Yes." Wow. So and, and a lot of people didn't even. They didn't see it. And, yeah. That's the thing about this clickbait culture because people are not, they're not going back and looking at it. Like the whole tank situation, people was not going back and listening to that Angela Yee podcast. I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole funny. thing. And I was like, wow, he's in here in the video doing her makeup. He's with her. And I'm like, so he what? He sat down and ate his food. Sat down and ate his food. But you know what? That's just a le- That should be a lesson to other people. And hopefully he can come back from this because I don't, you know, I, I've been there and I understand how that is, especially when you're new and you kind of newer to this industry. Um, I think that he's been doing makeup for a long time, but I don't know if he's like, he's never really had an artist that he's went on tour with yeah. or so, or just been on the road with and experienced that type of work. 
um, from my understanding, I don't really know him like that, so I can't speak for him. I but hopefully, this is a lesson to other makeup artists that are, you know, looking to join this type of industry. And hopefully, it's a lesson to him. So that way, when he is able to book another artist or um, work with somebody else that will, is willing to take him on the road and do things like that, that he'll go about it differently than what he's doing now. That's interesting. So I always, from a consumer's perspective, I would always think that. Whether I'm paying you or not, I want to be tagged. And it's, and it's me looking at, like I said, for the outside looking in. Because I would think, if I did Michelle Obama's makeup, I want Michelle Obama to tag me. Because that's going to help me more yeah. than me posting her on my page and tagging her. Yeah. Whether I paid or not. But I understand that if I paid you, I shouldn't tag you. But I, I feel like it should be No, it ain't that you shouldn't. It's just you that you don't have, have to. to. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. my bad. But yeah, I feel like it should be part <clears> of the bundle deal. But I wouldn't be calling no. my, my my person out like on social media about it. It's like it's not even, at that point. If you were JK, then be JK. But yeah. that escalated real quick. Yeah, I don't like how she responded to him. That was kind of like whatever. But she probably felt like don't try to take full credit for when you know we both when we both had face. hands in it. You know what I'm saying? And she probably was just irritating it in the moment. But um, she real irritated now. Talking about they talking about soon. Yeah, like you just gotta you gotta play the right cards when you're doing work for anybody or anything. Um, it was something else I want to talk about. Do you have something? Um, I wanted to just uh shout out to the whole lip service podcast. Come on, I lip service! So last week I had so much fun. I was on the front row because you know I'm that type of girl. And I was super interactive with them. If this would have been a, a episode that was getting launched, people would have been like, Alicia, I heard you all today got during episode. <laughs> like, I was like, it was fun. Anyway, I got to meet her. I really, like, regardless of what's been going on in the media, I really do love Angela Yee. I, um, I do know that the person I love of her right now is not who she used to be. And she has, honestly, from my experience, done a lot of work to clean up the image that she's had before. Mm. And she has a very positive perspective from what I've seen. I like what she does. And she really does advocate for women like even stuff on a breakfast club that happens and they want to say something she'd be like nope because she deserves the same i would be like period oh wow period ye yeah and sometimes folks be like oh here she go in the comments they be like angela you always try to find a way to make it to be about women's rights sure do and what's wrong with that <laughs> but she just it do be the most sometimes it'd be like if my son had french fries well, well daughters can have french fries oh my god so <laughs> but I, I still i still appreciate it because um they talk over her a lot in that show. It's a male-dominated industry, yada, yada. Now, granted, a lot of women are thriving in media, but she is a little bit softer-spoken. She's little, you know what I'm saying? She's not as popular than yeah. Charlamagne, you know what I'm saying? But anyways, I had a lot of fun at that podcast. A lot of people showed up. It was um, so Lucha, Trouble, Johnny Blaze, Tokyo Jets, and um, I don't remember... Sorry. <laughs> Let me, but I, don't, I wish I would have went, though. Honestly, it looked fun. Yeah. And I've never went to a live podcast. I really want to go Dang. to one. The Friend Zone just sold out. We could have went to that. That would have been cute. Oh, really? Mm, it was it's on December 14th. Honestly, I was going to buy tickets, but I have gone to all their live shows, and I just feel like they are great experiences, but I wanted to go see some other podcasts. This time I, I wonder if you, you can like somehow still get tickets to the Friend Zone. Thing. How? Unless we somebody get us a ticket, but usually a podcast, a podcast live show they be really small venues, so I, um, mm. I don't know. It don't be like interesting. Even though Buckhead Theater was 
probably a similar size. No, it's a little bit bigger. It was a little bit bigger. Okay. Anywho, um, yeah. I had yesterday. I ended up going to. Um, I had a rough week last week. Not rough, but it was just a lot going on. I got pulled over twice in one week. Well, you sure did. Um, and then I had to go to court for another ticket. It was just a lot. Like it was just bringing me like irritation and bad energy. And so, um, I don't know if you guys have uh, remember me talking about this before, but I went to one of my friends. He's a stretch therapist. And I went to him yesterday and he, um, he suggested that I get, um, sound therapy. So that's what I went and like got from ASMR? him yesterday. So he uses singing bowls, which are like, I don't know if you guys have seen Janae Iko. She uses them a lot, but they're like, um, they're like bowls made out of crystal, sometimes metal. And they are, they use like this little mallet type thing and they just create vibrations and sound. Oh, that sounds so therapeutic. Yeah. So he, he suggested that I do that. And I told him that I have a problem with meditation. Um, I've never been able to successfully meditate before because I always have a lot going on in my head and I just be moving around a lot. And so he did it yesterday for me for about 35 minutes. And when he first started, it was the same. I was just like, I had so much going through my head and then I had to just like really get to a point where I had to relax my body and just absorb what was going on. And it, it was really crazy really in a good way in a good way because i was just able to kind of just like reflect on um what i want and what i want to be you know what i want for myself and you know that sounds very therapeutic Um, i um i can't focus either i'd be thinking about like blowing bubbles riding down the staircase on a cardboard box yeah backing out of my driveway and into somebody else's like i'll be like okay forget this ain't gonna work yeah it was good though it's good for like um relaxation stress anxiety um chakra balancing um some people say immune system and blood flow um the way that you have to well he had me laying it definitely was good for um blood flow because he had me laying on the floor with like a pillow under my knees so <laughs> it was for it was like so nice though, but he also did like um energy reading on okay. me too. So he was able to just like fill out some um some things that were going wrong and everything he said was true. I was just like, How do you even know? Well this? he said your co host is trash. Yes, Y'all how did you know? Rats. You knew? <laughs> I was like, nah. He just was saying that um he can tell that he said that he could tell between my um throat chakra and it was something else he said that i have a problem with um expressing myself like verbally and um saying no i'll say no but he was just saying like he can tell that i have something you know um and i hold myself back a lot he was just calling me out about that not in a bad way of course but he was just telling me that he can feel that and he was just giving me advice on what i should do and how i should approach situations and he said i just need to stand firm in who i am he said i second guess myself a lot and that's not cool period at all he need to come on the show i told him that yesterday because i told him that we were looking for somebody that is um that does that type of stuff but he said he doesn't does he doesn't do tarot reading or like oh it's okay we don't need yeah. that I, uh, I prefer that actually yeah because <laughs> he, he was like i could suggest you to yeah <laughs> so i told him um that he should uh he suggested that i go to another guy 
to that if we want to bring a guest on that's good at like tarot readings and okay. all that type of stuff. So he sent me I him. Love a um, so I looked on his page. I'm gonna see what what it's giving off. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to share the experience I had yesterday. That's all. That's cute. So um, yeah. Sorry, is this gonna be a but, routine thing you do? Um, yeah. I I feel like I want to do it often, just because I like I said I'm learning to meditate. And because I don't know how, and that I felt, I really felt like I like was calm. Like the way that I felt when I was laying there, I'm just like, wow. And it's so crazy because I'm the type of person where I'm never able to like. I know this sounds so crazy, but I'm never able to fully go to sleep because my mind is always racing, and I can I wake up early as uh, like. Mm, yeah, that's that's a big deal. I wake deal. up early as hell every day. And so today I had to wake up anyway because of my alarm. I had to wake up at 6.30. But when I got back home, I got back home at like 10, 10.30, 10.15. And I literally laid on my bed and I was like, I'm going to just take a nap. I woke up at 3 o'clock. A.M.? P.M. P.M. Oh, wow. I was talking. I was in the deepest sleep. Like it wasn't you hit even your a nap. Sleep chakras. I- <laughs> <laughs> your rim chakra. So I'm like, um, what? Like I was just like, <laughs> I wish I, I cannot could. believe that I was that sleep. So I feel like it. That has something to do with it. Like I definitely feel like I was able to just relax and just you know it did feel like a weight got off my shoulder a little bit. So I woke up Ooh, at like three fifteen. I woke up. I went to sleep at ten. Yeah. I woke up at three. And mind you, I had already went to sleep last night at like one thirty. So I it wasn't like I was lacking sleep. Maybe the weekend caught up with me. I don't know what it was, but I'm guessing that what I had going on yesterday that definitely helped with my sleep because I was knocked. How did you feel? You woke up. Were you like heavy or was it? No, I felt normal. Dang, that's lit. I felt normal. I felt normal. I felt like just I had a clear mind. I'm just, you know. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Look at us. 30 minutes in. So. 30 minutes shocking. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we kind of want to talk about something before we get into the main topic today. Um, before we, get my, to, before we get to the crab leg of the yeah, before <laughs> we get into the crab leg of the gumbo, um, <laughs> we want to discuss just um, I know y'all probably seen in the news today. And before I before I even bring this up, let me just make a disclaimer that this is not a read. This is not a drag. This is you know, <laughs> of course, everybody knows that I'm somewhat affiliated with these people. And, you know, this is almost like my family because, I mean, we are kind of close and they definitely helped me catapult my career to where it is today. However, I saw something in the news today that just really bothered me. And I'm like, I text Alicia and I'm like, I really want to talk about this today on the show, but I just don't want it to be um, a conflict of interest. But I'm just like, you know what? To be honest, I'm like, shoot, people use their platforms for what they want to use it for, but it's not that I'm maliciously talking about somebody. I just want to make people aware because this isn't cool, you know, or not to me anyway. Somebody actually texted me today was like, I, can y'all talk about this or is, is Draco uh, too close for comfort? <laughs> let's do it. Okay. That's a, <laughs> that was me. I'm like, let's, let's just do this. So, yeah. um, I'm sure you guys have heard by now. Um... T.I. has 
a podcast. What's his name of his podcast? Expeditiously. But I don't think this happened on his podcast. It did. It did? Yeah. Oh, I thought I was caught up on all the episodes. Um, That's odd. Hold on. I'm actually about to pull it up so I can give, you know, give facts. I don't like to be wrong. So... I'm getting this from the neighborhood talk. Y'all know this is my favorite blog. Um, the neighborhood talk. T.I. admits to going on yearly checkups to the gynecologist with his daughter Deja to check her hymen. Most people wouldn't want their father in the room. They why they getting spread like a turkey? That's so rude. Oh I mean, my god, that is so disrespectful. Um, he T.I. revealed on his latest episode of his podcast, "Ladies Like Us." That's the name of the topic. That when it comes to Deja, he wants to ensure that she's still a virgin. And this is his quote. This is what he said. He said, this is the thing. Deja is 18. She just graduated high school. And now she's attending her first year of college. Figuring it out for herself. And yes, not only have we had the conversation, we have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her hymen. So so he was actually on the Ladies Like Us podcast. Okay. So, that, yeah, I didn't know that was a different podcast. Obviously, I don't listen to it. Um, <laughs> we do now. Yeah. So he said that it's this one time we go, and I think this might have been after her 16th birthday. This is what we do. Right after the birthday, we celebrate. Usually, like, the day after the party, she enjoys her gifts, put a sticky note on her door. I put a sticky note on her door that says, Gyno tomorrow at 930. He explains. It was there that Deja had to sign paperwork so that her dad would have access to her private medical records. The doctor informed him that there are other ways to break the hymen, such as riding a horse. And he says, so I say... Look, Doc, she don't ride no horses, she don't ride no bikes, she don't play no sports. Oh Just God. check her hymen, please, and give me back my results expeditiously. What are your thoughts? So, here's the thing. Let me just... I think that that's just really awkward. Because even at 16 and 17, I feel like you definitely have to be a parent. Be a parent and... um. Watch over your kids. Make sure they're safe. And make sure you're informing them and educating them on what's going on. Especially with a lot of like sex trafficking stuff going on with these kids and college students and high school students. I feel like it is important to be a part of your kids' life. Daughters and sons. And just to inform them on a lot of stuff. But I think that sometimes things can be a little bit intrusive. Because... I think that I'm almost sure, and I don't know this for sure, but I'm almost sure he didn't do things like this with his son. Well, how could he? You know what I'm saying? I'm, but well, I'm, y'all got no mind. But I'm saying people like being don't have in the, that way. Yeah, yeah, like overly protective in that way, where people talk to their sons, like you know, telling them about sex and what's the word I'm looking for? The c word. Six. Consent. <laughs> they don't talk I feel like a lot of parents a lot of men don't talk to their kids about consent with sex and um they only talk about condoms because of STDs and And do they talk about but, that? I mean for real for real. But, I feel yeah. like they do. Just condoms for STDs and pregnancy yeah. at the least, but it's so many other things you can talk about with your kids, but I think that this is just really intrusive. Like this is something that's dealing with her freaking Pussy. Personal life, yeah. 
Like <laughs> straight up. Yeah, I so when I first saw the headline, I thought it was absurd. I thought it was a joke. I ain't know it was for real. No, nah, I ain't think it was a joke. Only because of the person that, that posted it. So this is how I feel. I th- I do think I have some conflicting views, okay? So number one, I grew up in a very strict household. So something like this actually would not be out of the ordinary. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now not justifying it, but I do my like I was raised by my mother. My daddy was um he didn't raise me. And she was my mother was huge on me not having sex. Not protected sex, not be careful who you give your sex to, none of that. Don't have sex. Don't have sex. And it would not shock me if I ever found out that she went to look at my pap smear results to see if I was having sex. Now, I don't think that's... I think that as a... um, I think there are certain scenarios that could possibly warrant this. And it's just my personal opinion. If you have a daughter that you feel like has been maybe sneaky mm. or is doing things that against you or whatever the case is, I don't know. I don't know the relationship that Tip and his daughter have. But I can see how him having a concern about her hymen being broken as far as part of the uh as, you know whatever the case having being inquisitive about that however the doctor is right the hymen can be broken from riding a horse whatever. i don't even think i was born with one and that's very possible you know what i'm saying so yeah. i think stuff like that is insane so what if what if she had a situation where oh she don't have no hymen so what you about to punish her because you think she having sex like what you gonna do about that you know what i'm saying yes. and i think i also feel like this is something that her and her mother should be doing together yes. especially since both of them are in her life i get it if he was like a single dad raising his child and this is something he want to be a part of but she's also 18 years old so i hope you're not still doing that you get what i'm saying yeah and i think that I mean, I know it's probably easier said than done, but I'm, I would hope that at 18, she just would not want him to be a part of that. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I just feel like it's 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 very weird hearing it, how I'm hearing it, but I also do want to hear more context about it because I'm like, did something happen? Is that why you're saying it? Or you, like, it just doesn't make sense. It, and I, given that it's coming from T.I., I kind of feel like it's what exactly what we're hearing. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely, it, yeah. It, it's not like this is a shocker because I feel like if John Legend was like, um... Yeah, my 14-year-old daughter, you know, when she had her pap smear, I just wanted to make sure that Hyman was still intact to make sure that, you know, nothing had been going on. They'd be like, oh, I get it, John. You're a nice dad. But because it's T.I. and he say things very unfiltered, it's like, oh, my God. You know how people, people can receive things. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is I don't think it's cool, but I also think that I can see why a parent would feel like it's okay because they want to protect their child. But yeah, I can day, understand that. But they're gonna do the, what they want to do. Child, like that's. I feel like when it comes down to stuff like that, that's a little bit too personal. Like, it, you, I feel like you can ask them about sex and talk right, to them and about it. Right, and that's how it should be. If she say no, if she not having it, then let alone. that be what it is. Yeah. But, I mean, to just go that far and just to be patrolling it, like, basically, it just sounds like you patrolling my vagina. Yeah, and then when you like, no for real, and I feel like when she gets older, she's just gonna end up resenting him for being like that. Yes, and now she's not gonna want to tell you nothing because you're not gonna know how to handle, it. you're not gonna know how to react. It's like, yes, I'm busting it open all over campus. What's good? Oh my god! Now what? You created a monster. Oh my goodness, <laughs> this is horrible. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't like it, and I agree. So, what you doing with your sons? Like, are you getting them tested for STDs? How are you making sure they're not out here making babies and not taking care of them? It's just. I just feel like something like that should not be shared. Number one, especially if you ain't like if you ain't sharing it, having the same energy with your children. Mm. Period. So this brings us to our topic for the day: um, misogyny. So I decided that I needed to um, look up the definition of misogyny so that I can, uh, you know, give people insight because not everybody know what this means. Um, I'm gonna do the web. 
guess this is Wikipedia definition and uh, um, Urban Dictionary. Okay, yeah, let's read both of them. So, the first one is it's the dislike of, contempt for, or ingrained prejudice against women. Okay? Mm. Ooh. Chile. Um, so, let me go to the Urban Dictionary definition. Um, the hatred of women, including entrenched prejudice against female kangaroos. What? Hey, kangaroos lies now. Kangaroos? Oh, no. I don't think we should read this. Okay. We can let it this rise. one says misogyny, a word that feminists use to make men sound like assholes. Okay, next. Really? You can't use the word feminist and then say misogyny and, think, and say that. Because feminists believe in rights for all women and misogynists do not. Carry on. <laughs> Let them know. Period. Um, misogyny, the hatred of women. Basically, that's what it is. That's what it is. Okay. At the end of the day. So, what what are your thoughts on misogyny? And have you ever experienced... Oh, absolutely. Any... Okay. So, you know, I don't really want to say misogynists hate women. Because I think hate is a strong word. But I do think that people have an, an a bias towards women that they don't even realize and I think a lot of it comes from society and religious practice um for example when people say oh oh matter of fact it's something that T.I. said apparently allegedly that oh my wife I own half her pussy she own the other half no she own the whole thing baby what? <laughs> you you said that? Yeah, this is what I read today. I think this is part of the same interview. Now, I could be wrong, so don't quote me. That's why I said allegedly. But I think things like that are, are signs of misogyny or things like, oh, you oh, remember a while back Cam Newton said that thing towards that reporter about knowing about sports? And he was like, you a woman and you talking about this. That's funny to me. No, it's not. I'm a sportscaster. I yeah. do my job. This is what I do. Or having a doctor, a man being a doctor and a seeing, I mean, a man being a patient and having a woman doctor come in, and now all of a sudden they like you ain't got no man doctor. What's the problem? You know what I'm saying? I'm capable of doing the same job. You don't even you don't even believe that I'm capable because I'm a woman because you see me as inferior or weak or less intelligent. You did what I'm saying. I um I definitely think that um I I don't I'm not a woman so I don't experience misogyny, but I think that growing up in the South and growing up with um the people around the people that I did grow up around. Um, I feel like I've secondhand, I've experienced secondhand misogyny. And what I mean by that is just looking at people, cause I, I grew up and I had a lot of female friends. I had a lot of female friends and I've witnessed people say stuff like, um, say stuff like to women and to my friends that have been just like weird as hell. Like just basically saying like they can't. I mean, so, certain small stuff like can't play certain sports. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Um, can't wear certain clothes, and I feel like, um, in a way that misogyny can be looked at as similar to like homophobia. Absolutely, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, in a way, I do feel like I identify with it, but I don't never say it out loud just because I don't want people to Fake feel outrage. like. It's child. Uh, I don't want people to feel like I'm trying to um, compare um, yeah. homophobia with women's rights. Right. Because it's definitely not the same, but it's definitely some similarities in the two. And it's, it's not right. It's not cool. I feel like we live in a time now where um, 
Guys are hella offended by everything. Just like I remember when the City Girls first came out. We haven't had any women in the music industry just un- being, being unfiltered <laughs> about how they taking back what's theirs, which yeah. is they fucking pussy. And they, you know, same thing how guys just treat them like a piece of meat and just right. talk to Basically them any kind of way. Basically doing what the male rappers say they do towards women. Exactly. Yeah. You don't like when a cat so, like that. They were just like, oh, I can't mess with no girl that listens to the city that girls. And da, 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 da. You're right. We sound just like you. You're right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, like, y'all been doing it for years. Literally. So, why now that we're taking back, what the hell is wrong? You know, it's ours. Y'all feel some type of way. That's not fair. You can't own me. Yeah, but you know what? That's another. I was just thinking. So I was thinking about um, even the uh, concept of marriage is misogynistic. Like people look at marriage as ownership. Like you are my wife. That's my property. I can do all these things, but you cannot. Even in regular relationships, I just feel like people look at men. A lot of most most not mostly men like most men, but yeah, men look at women as a servant per se. Oh, like I know, I know people who have been in relationships or marriages where they doing all the work at the house, they're taking care of the kids and then the husband get off work. Oh, I'm not taking a nap. Yeah. And it's like, that's my wife do. I better have food in the stove. My kids better be clean. And I'm about to come back in the house and go to sleep. I I just got through doing my thing. Cause I'm the man. I made sure the bills paid. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> I had the butt lips when I did that. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, but you know what's so crazy too? My mama, um, growing up in the house with my mama, my mama used to do like small stuff like um, washing dishes and cleaning the kitchen. She would consider that girl job. So she would. A uh, lot of people, yeah, I'm pretty sure most people from our parents' generation associate that because that's what they would talk to. She would tell me like I didn't have to wash the dishes and I didn't have to really clean the kitchen like that. Yeah. I would clean the bathroom. I would clean the living room. I would take the trash out. I would do all the other chores, but the kitchen was off limits because that's what girls do. Now that I think about it, it might have been the same in my household. So. When when that happens, I always wonder how do you expect that man to take care of himself? Because he's not gonna always be with a woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not gonna always have somebody in the house. To this day, I hate washing dishes. Like, really? I mean, it makes I don't sense. even. T- I hate touching them, and I like I don't even want to touch them. And it's just because growing up, I didn't have to do it. I clean the bathroom in a minute. I clean the living room in a minute. I clean my room in a minute. But it's something about. Washing dishes. I don't even look at it as a girl's job. I just grow. I just grew up not really doing it. So I've always looked towards um, the dishwasher to to do it. Oh, me too. I mean, but, I like to deep clean dishes a lot, but sometimes, honey, dishwash it up, baby. It's brand new too. But I've learned that from my friends. Like just becoming. I remember my first apartment I got on my own. I ended up living with my boyfriend at the time, and he was. Um, somebody who did wash dishes and did do stuff like that. So I learned that from him. Like, like how to wash dishes? Like not necessarily how to wash them because it's not like I didn't know how, but yeah, yeah. I just didn't do them. The routine of But, it. you know, just re- he, him doing it a lot. I didn't want him to be the only person doing that because that's not fair. So I've cleaned the kitchen. I start, That's when I started but to realize you, how important it was. At least you acknowledge that though because some people yeah. are to this day, like I see these threads and obviously I know people on Twitter just be talking at the bottom of their behind. Have the stuff they be saying that they won't, they don't actually do, or they don't actually deserve. They be talking about how they want to come home to a, a meal, and they want this. They, well, what can you do, poo? 
Yeah. What can you do? What can you do? Uh, let me tell you something. And this is not even to stunt or brag, but I don't know no men in my friend circle that own homes. You know, and not saying yeah. that makes me a better person in general, but they be talking about how, oh, my wife needed What you got going on? Yeah. What you doing, Pooh? Yeah. The, to be honest, um, none of my male friends, like all my female friends have better credit. Most of them, because I, whatever, but yeah, no, most of my female friends have way better credit than my male friends. I think straight I, and gay. I, I think that a lot of it is is circled around what raising women to be the the support of a man. So we got to make sure our stuff is in order so we can take care of him, right? So I think about stuff like um, I remember this thread, this tweet a long time ago went viral with this lady, and she was like, "I'm raising my daughter to be a wife, not of this, not of that," and it's like. We are like being taught all these things. Make sure you know how to cook. Make sure your house clean. Make sure you da, 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 da. so then you find a man who's gonna want you. Yeah, and he ain't got to bring nothing to the table. So I feel like that even has a lot to do with gender roles too. It's like they don't even really like. It's like we are the object and they are the this checker router. This is true. Even even with my male friends, and I tell them this all the time, and they don't see the importance in it. But I tell them to learn how to cook. Please and thanks, because. Because you know, I grew, my mama sandwiches. taught me how to. Now, that's one thing that she did do. Like, I definitely stood over my mama in the kitchen and she explained why she did certain things and what she did, she, why, you know, about food, the seasons that she used. Um, I could tell because you be cooking up a storm. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely grew up in the kitchen with my mama. So, that's that was something that I am, like, proud of because I definitely cook. But I feel like none of my friends know how to cook besides basic stuff like spaghetti and um, <laughs> Alfredo, Alfredo and stuff like that. I learned how to <laughs> cook because of the relationship I'm with. I mean, because I was like, oh, I got to step my game up. I yeah. used to cook a little bit for my last relationship, but it's complicated. But anyway, um, but <laughs> with this one, I'm like, what are we making it out? Oh, I'm making did, 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 did. Yeah, it's I made small this stuff. I just feel like just putting everything on women um, is just terrible. And I even, uh, <clears throat> it's certain small stuff that I just enjoy. Like, I enjoy girls that wear, um, like, leisure clothes. Like, sweatpants and t-shirts you and sneakers. You know why, though? Because I feel like women are held at a high standard. And this is the reason why the surgery rate and everything is high. Because men make them feel like that's okay. I've witnessed so many rappers and so many people in these streets just that, like, are obsessed with surgery bodies and that fake body look. Because they feel like that 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 makes them look rich. That, That makes them looks That makes them... Uh, feel like they got a real woman and da 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 da. But what about people that don't want that? What about people that want to look normal? I don't want to be dressed up all the time. Like, of course, I want to be pretty sometimes and I want to look cute, but I don't have to do that all the time. Oh, I'm a crew neck, crew neck leggings and Nikes to the to the death, baby. That's what I'm saying. But it's some people that feel like they have to be made up every day, makeup mm-hmm. right. and you know, hair got to be on to point. impress a man. To, to impress, impress a man. man. And the, a man that they, that's going to piss them off later on. Yeah. But I think it's just a cycle. And I think that social media definitely perpetuates that. Because it's like the, the people with all the followers are the people with those bodies. Or 
And that's what's so funny is the ones who are doing that, who are gathering that attention and setting these false expectations are the ones who got the least going on. It's like, sweetie, you know that she's sleeping on the floor, right? In somebody else's house. Now, get yeah. it how you live, but they're putting out an image that's not realistic. That they can't even meet themselves. And they so they really are insecure. And then, you know, insecure is very common, so I can't even chalk it up to that. But they are essentially... Like, there are girls with beautiful bodies who will butcher it. And like, I think like K. Michelle... Yeah. I thought it was beautiful. I'm like, girl, you really got this ginormous fake butt for what? But she said it was insecurity. Yeah. And, and me looking at her like, girl, what insecure? On insecure, I know it's Issa Rae. <laughs> but you know what, though? This is why I praise people like Issa Rae and Tracy Ellis Ross because people always think like, oh, you just with it because they're woke. I'm like, what? y'all just really? love to Are use... woke? Listen to me. <laughs> you don't understand how I get drugged from my own friends and people around me because I support women who speak up. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like I live Issa Rae has inspired a lot for me, especially with her um a lot of her speeches at these award shows. She just talks about how like um she built this shit up on her own. You know what I'm saying? No nig no, no niggas, money. no drug money, no nothing. <laughs> and you know what? And no she scamming. just take her shit. She take it as a go, and she don't sugarcoat anything. She show her. She talks about her struggles a lot. She talk about you know what she struggled with before and what she got going on now. And I think that that transparency is inspiring. And I get a lot of my inspiration from women, like a lot. I'm rarely inspired should. by men. We carry this world our backs. Yeah, I, I'm rarely ex- inspired by men. I think this is why I work in the industry that I do. Because I've always just been inspired by women. Of, uh, my whole life. Men low key are inspired by us, by us too, but they pride. They can't them sit, They pride. in public. But yeah, they consider th- those type of people as woke just because of um, their beliefs and how free spirit they are and how they just don't give a so, fuck. So because they're being themselves. Got yeah, it. people misuse that word a lot. Yeah. They love it. I'm, I guess if you're not following the trend of the sheep on Instagram, and <laughs> then you are. Woke and nobody wants to listen to you. Yeah, well, I'm listening. I love a natural <laughs> body. I love, you know, though, I've always gravitated towards those kind of women anyway. Now that I think about it, like Tracy Ellis Ross, I love her. Yeah, me too. Like, you know, this lady ain't never been associated with no man in the industry ever. She's single. She talks about it all the time. She just loves being with herself. And I think that's so cool. And to be, you know, sometimes people might have opinions about stuff. But they won't be vocal about it because they don't want to be judged. Or they don't want people yeah. to treat them differently. But she is so free-spirited. She does not care. That's what I think. I don't think woke. I think free-spirited. I mean, woke is a trendy thing. That's a trendy yeah, attitude. Yeah, so annoying. truly being yourself is completely different. Like, I feel like her, Issa Rae, just being unapolog- unapologetic, not really concerned about the backlash you'll get, and just doing your thing. And those are the people who will thrive, and they have the most positive work environments because that's when they pull in. But these, yeah. these girls... These are role models for for people coming up that are young, yeah. that, that it's hard for them to... Accept that self for who they are and just realize that uh, you can be yourself in this world and still make money. You can be yourself in this world and still, um, you know, just thrive and be who you are. That's why it's important to have these type of people like Janelle Monet and. Oh, I love Janelle Monet. You know what, though? The thing, these guys who don't value women, who call them woke or talk bad on them, is because they know they can't get them. Yeah. It's like you literally know she's you know I'm out too your league. you know I'm too out your league for like for real because otherwise if it was the other way around you'd be shooting your shot but now you see her as somebody who don't even fit the mold that you think you're supposed to have yeah and that she's actually better than the women you go after now you want to talk crazy yeah I think that and I 
could be wrong, but a lot of times when people do get their bodies done, and, and this is, I'm not surgery shaming, but people that live that life, to me, this is how I look at it, um, you definitely do it to get, to be like appeasing to a man. so And they know that. So they use that against you. Yeah, because as soon as they get their booty done, all their pictures on Instagram be booty pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Show that show that long back, sis. I'm oh, show mine, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel I agree. But you know what? I can't even blame them for seeking the attention of men because it's like it's a natural instinct, or or women, or whatever the case is. But it, I think it's natural for us to be attracted to a mate. But I think that people are seeking attention from men that don't even value them. It's like they're trying to convince them, like, hey. I am a good catch. I can do this. Please wife me. I'm better than her. In fact, we'll all be sister wives because I want you so bad that I will compete with you every day because you're going to eventually realize that I'm the better match. When in reality, he don't care about none of y'all. He doing it for the ground. He disrespectful. He probably put hands on y'all before. He probably disrespected his mama, his grandmama. Don't look out for his kids. It's just not worth it. Now, I don't mm. know where this topic is headed. Are we still on misogyny or are we just talking about the, the... women's rights? Yeah, I mean, at yeah, the end yeah. of the day, it's about feminism and women's rights. Like, I I have really, I, I think I was being a feminist before I even knew what it was. Yeah. Like, I definitely didn't really understand the concept of feminism and I didn't understand the concept of misogyny or anything like that. But I think that. I, like I said, I've just always gravitated towards strong women and just women in general because they are inspiring. Everything they do. Oh, yeah. I mean, Obviously, to, how we still been cool because I've been strong. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, nah, for, <laughs> nah, for real, for real. Honestly, yeah. I know. I'm a boss. Yeah, I mean, duh. Okay. Anyway, no, no, no. So, I, um, <laughs> so back to this, this tip thing, right? Well, we don't have to be him specifically, but... I just think about what, when you have behavior as public as his, and then the behavior he has in his household, like, what does that set in his daughter's mind on the kind of man she should date? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I feel like, when you look at it, he is doing all these precautions to make sure that men don't treat her the way he's treated other women. Oh. You get what I'm saying? It's okay. like it's like. You, oh, so you, so you, uh, so I'm you, woke. you woke. Hold on now, I'm a free spirit, baby. You, um, uh, you, you went to Twitter University because you know what people love to say on Twitter, which is so true though. But people say. love to say people are projecting their insecurities. Yes, on oh, you. absolutely. And I think a lot of men do the same thing. They're so strict on their daughters because this is how they look at it. Their daughters can get pregnant and now she's a single parent. Boys can literally get all these girls pregnant and be a deadbeat. We'll never know. I yeah. never know how many kids my brother got out there. You know what I'm saying? Or they feel like the women are the ones who are taking the fall per se. Yeah. And they probably were raised by a single mother and which should be more reason for them to support women because they see how strong they are. But I feel like he knows what men are capable of because he's that man that he's trying to protect her from. But regardless of that, you're, you are so visible on every platform that she she might start looking for that in other men. She don't even realize how negative it is for her. And I don't know. I can't speak on her behalf. She's a young girl. But I'm just saying, a lot of times I've seen girls who are dating men that are like their fathers. And not by choice. It's just something they're attracted to because that's what they're used to. Mm. They don't even realize until later on, like, that's toxic. That's not good for you. You need somebody who's going to do this for you, do this for you. But they don't think that's realistic or, or possible because the man that raised them who got all this power ain't doing that to their mama. Yeah. So it's like, what? and I think about um, 
Like, even with the, like, the Emily and Fabulous situation, I be thinking, like, I hope G. Herbo and Taina, I know they're really young, but I hope that they have a legitimate, clean, per se, relationship that makes it, like, non-abusive and things like that. Because I don't even think, I don't know if Taina is Fabulous' daughter. Um, I don't I know. think so. She probably is, but I can just imagine the things that they have witnessed that would that could transpire in her relationship as a young girl. And what he gonna do? Check the dude that put his hands on her? Why? Who? Mm. You know, it's like you. That's the example you set. Keep that same energy, mm. weirdos. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. All right. <laughs> so no, what about? Um. Oh, go ahead. No, what was you going? What about? women okay who, who are misogynist against who, other women who yes and i won't even know if it's really misogynist if it's internal i feel like it is internal it's internal i mean i guess you say it's like it's just women who also don't see they also don't believe that women are capable because they have fallen behind with that that i think that's just solely insecurity for yeah. their, from themselves um but that that definitely does exist i've witnessed other women um, I see it on looking down on other women just because they do certain things, and it's just like just because you don't do it or you're oh, those not are comfortable. Called pick me's, but go ahead. <laughs> That's another social media. It sure is, oh, but yeah, I'm, I'm with it though. There are um, a lot of pick me's that uh, that oh, I do this, I do this, I do this, ha ha ha. I'm wife material. You're not. You're a city girl. now they think oh if i convince this guy that i'm not a city girl he's gonna wife me or he's just gonna play with you city girl no he's gonna wife the city girl too you ain't special you boring actually honestly um i just think that's that's fucked up like you don't do that and then people to treat their kids like that too they put that on them you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it's like at the end of the day People look down on on women that are like strippers and um, sex workers, all type of stuff like that. But realistically, you know, I used to be that person. Me for too. Real, for real. Me too. I did, but honestly, now that I'm an adult, now that I've, I'm way more open minded, I how you work is how you work, regardless if um if you if it's stripping, you making a honest, you making legal money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's legal, and then you also are. In my opinion, making a bitch out of men because it's like you are money. that weak to, or not. I ain't even gonna say what well, it is. Kind of weak that you you that weak that you would literally pay to see me shake my ass. <laughs> but what's pay crazy? me thousands of money, th- th- thousands of dollars to um, see me shake my ass. And then don't even be keeping the lights on at your house with your roof. Yeah, I think that um, yeah, that's funny because you know what? Honestly, strippers have the power. They got and power. the patrons do not. But it's funny these same patrons when they leave there, they take the. That's why they be trying to wipe these strippers. Strippers don't be going for it. Yeah, my money. I ain't going. That's one of my new favorites. Like, I ain't going. Yeah, I, I hate I it going. here. I like. I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I ain't going. Yeah, I used to. Um, and you know, I also was very close minded to the term sex worker. I only associated it with prostitute when that's not the case. Sex yeah, no. Being sexual for money, do your thing, sis. Yeah. That ain't none of my business. It's literally none of my business. Yeah, like I feel like I think about stuff when I see certain platforms or people. Um, or I listen to a podcast and the girls talking about herself and they love her and they're like, "Yeah, I strip." Oh, word. What's the difference? Yeah. Now you don't like her. What changed? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Some 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 people. Some of the biggest and the richest people have been strippers. First, Period. before they did that. You know Period. what I'm saying? It's, Let me just, tell you I what, it's like, a sport. It's an extreme sport. 
Um, I was watching something um, on Twitter that Ari Lennox has said when she was she had a live and she was just talking about strippers and she was saying how like strong of women they are. She was like, because she can't see herself um, standing in front of people, you know, shaking her ass on a pole and doing other stuff. Like it takes a lot of courage for people to do that. Body gotta be tight. You gotta be acrobatic. Cheerleaders can never. (laughs) Child, you don't even have to do all that. You just have to have confidence. No, you know, right. It takes a different type of confidence and a different type of respect for yourself to be a stripper or a sex worker. You're right. You're absolutely Period. right. I'm not hating. I don't give a darn. Do your thing. Yeah. I, can I do think that there are risks involved that I want them to protect themselves. Yeah. But, you know, it comes to territory. Fast money ain't always the easiest money to make. So. Mm. <laughs> what else? So, yeah, you got You any? looking slam over there. Your stomach deteriorating. This is how I just drunk the juice. Oh, okay. You farting too? Uh, nah. um, yeah, I just started. I know you. I talked about it in the beginning, but I just started. I feel like I'm always on a diet. I'm gonna stop talking about Me it because I feel change, like I'm embarrassing just, just myself. Say you change the way you eat. I'm. I um. You, you got- I'm. I, I'm actually just trying this out though. Um, I want to eat fish. I can't stay away from um, crab, crab legs and shrimp crab and cakes. fish. Oh, I love seafood so much. So, I do too. So, I'm like, you know what? What I'll do is just eliminate the major carbs. So, just white veggies and um, I use a lot of red onion instead of white onion. No potatoes, no corn. Um, really? No what's, bread. What's wrong with corn? Um, corn literally has no nutritional value at all. It's just pointless of, of eating and it doesn't digest. It sure doesn't. So is it real? I doubt it. Because it broccoli. legit... It, yeah, broccoli isn't, but it does have fiber in it. Mm. That's why you fart a lot when you eat it. I mean, that's too... I mean, we grown shit. Yeah, you know I passed gas twice while we recorded, but y'all ain't gonna hear it. <laughs> On Soul, and we got a candle lit. What's good? <laughs> but yeah, like... I feel like I need that. It's... Yeah. Oh... I'll, I was about to go skating. Um, I ain't gonna make it though because I just looked at my GPS and said it's gonna take me fifty minutes, and the class started at seven, so I ain't going. But mm-hmm. um, that was gonna be my cardio for today. But I'll probably just go to the gym tonight. Hang up, you you lit. We didn't um. Wait, are we wrapped up on the topic? Um, we can. I mean, if you got final words you want to say about it, I just feel it, like I... listen. Don't like because treat women. Just as equally as you would treat a man, okay? We we have private areas that we are subject to just like y'all are. Don't If you have a daughter, don't make her feel like she is... I, I, I want to make sure I'm saying this correctly. Keep that same energy amongst your sons and your daughters. Period. Keep that same energy between your sons and your daughters. And also, don't overly police your kids private areas yeah don't don't over police women period after you start changing their pampas and they start being potty trained that's it yeah let it go, let it go. you know <laughs> what i'm saying unless there's something unless there's something else going else, on like, you know yeah. what i'm saying that's whatever that we're not that we're missing but in general just let just women and young adults do what they do you know what I'm saying? Whether you want them to do it or not, they're going to do it. Just at the end of the day, mind your damn business. You're right, though. Honestly. Because I, I always tell people, I'm like, just because your parents are strict, or you have, say, for instance, you should know. Your mama was strict, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you still did some stuff. You know what, though? So, I didn't for uh, until prom hit. When that era hit, I learned how. No, that's not true. 
until I started working a job and I yeah. had a reason to leave the house. And I didn't, and I didn't like, cause usually they'd be like, Oh, you protected too much. She's going to be real wild. I won't say that I was wild, but I definitely started to realize that it was smoking mirrors. I'm like, okay, girl, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Type stuff. I'm like, I'm just going to figure it out and learn for myself. Cause I feel like I wasn't really given, you know how you punish a kid. You want to say, Hey, so kids would be like, okay, for example, like with my sister and her ne- and my nephew, she'll be like, you know, just tell me you did it. I'm not. I'm going to be more mad that you lied to me than you did that. You know what I'm saying? So teaching the kid honesty. But for me, when it came to sexuality and and my body, it was just like, don't do that. 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 I'm like, oh, well, what why do I not? Do? What I do? What, what I do besides go, take a shower and do what homework? You know, I really grew up thinking that I. If I if a guy wanted to have sex with me before marriage, then I just couldn't be with him. Really? That ain't really work out. <laughs> but yeah, it was just it was that intense, and I just there were things that happened that I saw that I'm just like, there's no way to, what she's telling me is true. Like, how come you can? So anyway, I just feel I just feel like if you're gonna if you are gonna discipline a child or try to protect them from certain things, it needs to be on a mature level because your child is growing, is gonna grow into an adult and they need to understand these lessons. You don't want them learning the hard way from nothing. Deja, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> I love you, Deja. Before we wrap up, we got two voicemails from the paranormal activity. Let go, let me see. Go <laughs> so I um they both are from the same person. She had two different stories, but let me tell you something. I said, girl, I should listen to these in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> So, y'all, we got a lot of freaking feedback from that Paranormal Activity, y'all. Because of y'all, I bought a security system. Shout out to Kelsey and Louise. Appreciate y'all for getting oh on me. Oh, um, So, my, uh, my system should be installed. Whatever. I didn't get the suggestions that they that they told me. I got another one. But, That's okay. Yeah. I, I, got a, I wonder which one we got. We I love it. The only, thing, the only thing I don't like about our security system at home is that it freezes. Mm. But even when it does freeze, it still works. Yeah, like it freeze still, like what? Like you can't like say on? like um when I'm leaving the house, I just cut the alarm on and then the, the system will freeze. Like it just won't move. Mm. But then when I come in the house, it'll be set off. Okay. So it still it still works, but it just freezes sometimes. I but got the um simply really safe like system. Which okay. Is, uh, it's a little trendy company, but anywho, yeah. um, so this this these voicemails are from Randy from the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast, y'all. I love this podcast, and not because I know them, but because it is genuinely a great podcast. I'm not kidding. I'm not flexing. Even as a non-married person, there's so much I have learned from them. Even when I be thinking I know everything, I don't. Okay, so anyway, mm. let me play the first one. She don't know how to work it. Shut up. <laughs> Hey, Alicia and Draco. This is Randy. I just listened to this paranormal activity episode while I was watching Drew's here and stuff. And, oh my God, it was a good episode. Thank you all for sharing your story. I just have a lot, but I know this thing only gave me three minutes. So, basically, my mom used to have this house in Stockbridge that we all used to stay in. And something was up with the house. We rented it out, but, oh, we were renters. And something was always going on in my room. I'd be asleep. And it felt like somebody had punched me in my shoulder. I would leave my room to go downstairs and eat, come back, and my door would be locked. And this happened very frequently. Um, and at one point, after I felt like I was I was knocked out, I woke up because it felt like literally felt like somebody punched the shit out of my shoulder. Once I once that happened, it started sleeping um, between my brother and sister's room. My brother at the time, he's seven years younger than us, so he just like <laughs> let me take his bed, Toby. And 
And then we all moved to my sister's room. And so my mom got so pissed because she brought this with these three bedrooms. We all had this together. Too scared. And then she downsized. So yeah, that is just one of the few stories uh, that we have. Our family is real big on like we always have these types of experiences. So I believe you're doing And thank you for sharing. It was good. So talk to you later. Bye. Wow. Okay. So um, abusive ghosts. I ain't with it. I ain't with it. I ain't with it. That made me feel like I need to pay more attention to what's going on in my house because I I think I talked about it on the episode. I definitely experience, like in this new house, I hear stuff. But also, like I said, we have a lot of trees and we have a lot of um, animals. I've seen a snake, an owl. We have chipmunks. We have like hella chipmunks in front of my yard and squirrels. So they're always moving around. Mm-mm. But so I just assume that it's some it's something like that. But I've heard of people having a lot of scratches. I've heard that too. Yeah, that's scary. Well, she left a second voicemail, and this one sent me, honey. I'm like, okay, I'm about to go to a hotel. Oh my god. <laughs> Hey again, y'all. It's Randy. Y'all can pick which story you want to tell. I feel like Drew crying in the background through my live off. She was hungry, and now she's staying quiet. Anyway, I have another story. Um, so. The first house we moved into after we moved out of my grandfather's house was a house in Las Vegas, and it was fine. Nothing, like, creepy going on, but one night I was asleep, and I was having a dream. I was a doctor, and I was, like, knowing stuff that I, I do not know now. Like, it was so weird, and then I started to hear music, and I turned around in my dream, like, do y'all hear this music playing? And they were like, no, what are you talking about? Like... My subconscious was starting to realize that I was waking up, and so, like, the people in the dream were, like, starting to fade away. I can't, I can't explain it. Anyway, I wake up in real life because I'm hearing this music as if it's playing in the real world, like, in my in the room. And I shared the room with my sister. And I open, I, I, sit, I open my eyes, and there was something sitting on my bed. Mm-hmm. I hate you not. There was something sitting on my bed, and I scream. It, it was a black figure, and it had... It looked like it had a hat on, like one of those church hatches. hatches, hats. Um, and it just looked, it, it with long hair, which is a black figure, which is like a shadow. And I screamed, and I literally, and it like went away, but I saw the, the compression on my bed was still like, as if somebody was sitting there. Y'all, when I tell you, I woke up, I turned on all the lights in the room, my sister was asleep, she was looking like she was turning gray. I was like, you know what, I listened to gospel music from the moment I woke up. Till 6 a.m. since time to go to school. I did not sleep that night. I was like, you know what? Uh-uh. Kurt Franklin it out. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the only experience I had in that house, and I've never been able to forget it. It was so real, and I would never be able to forget that compression on my bed. Somebody was sitting there, and it was it was it was crazy. But again, great episode. Thank y'all for like just doing it. It was a lot of fun to listen to, and talk to you later. Bye. Whoa. I text her. I said, I said, hold on. What I said, I said, oh my God, I should have played these early in the day. She said, my bad. I should have put a disclaimer. I was like, oh, you know, and mind you, I don't see stuff that was just as crazy, but I was like, oh, the music in a bed. Like, I used to play gospel music too when I had those feelings. Or I would sing it. All the time, and it would stop because I used to. When I was growing up in church, they used to always say, "If you say Jesus' name, it'll scare the devil away." And shoot, it worked when I did it. (laughs) 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 
But yes, thank you so much, Randy, for leaving us a oh voicemail and actually participating. That is crazy. As a fellow podcaster, I'm sure you understand the importance of having an um, interactive audience. So I appreciate that for taking that step. And uh, all those who have sent text messages and things of that nature. <clears throat> yeah. Um, with that being said, um, you guys should leave us feedback on this topic because it's a lot of stuff that me personally that I'm still learning about. Um, and I would love for people to educate me on a lot of stuff. Me too, because I know sometimes I have the right thoughts, but I can't say it properly. And because we're on a podcast and this can be replayed <clears throat> and reshared, things can be chopped and be misconstrued. And I that, that is never my intention. And I'm learning right along with the rest of y'all, but I would like to be well-versed on these type of topics so I yeah. can make sure I'm sharing the right information. Pull up with some info. Pull up with the facts, pull up honey. With we the need knowledge. facts only. Like it's college. I respect opinions as well, but I just, you know, I would rather you hit, hit us with the facts, FAX machine. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. But our phone number is 470-344-4593. This is a voicemail only number, so don't worry. I won't answer when you call. But you can Let me repeat it again in case you're in me. And a voicemail, 470-344-4593. Preach. Okay. Anything you got going on, Pooh, that you need to share with the world? Um, Nah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's coming out on Thursday. That's cool. Me can't do that. Might need to be our new um, release day because I be working from home. The next thing you know, I'm gonna start working from home on Wednesday. <laughs> so we just gonna keep it Wednesday. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't really have nothing going on. Truth be told, I um, I really need to get my diet together. But that's neither here nor there. We need to get a nutritionist up in so they can check me. I'm with that. Okay, what's well, another episode of OD Podcast, y'all? Yes, God. I let yeah. your girl. I let your curl, honey. I let your world. Oh, I let your, your girl. <laughs> yes, bye. <laughs>